0: To Ivy League Prep Academy podcasts, where we explore ideas for living a better life and preparing for the university of your choice. We're your hosts, Nathaniel and Steve.
1: All right, welcome to part two in the series of three podcast episodes where we are talking about the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Steve, you did a fantastic job uh, helping us learn about perspective changes and recognizing that systems are more effective than isolated habits. Uh, well, we're sold. You. So how do we create these effective systems?
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we, the first kind of highlight was we need to shift our mindset away from goals being the solution to everything to realizing that it's the systems that we put in place in our lives that create who we are. And this will immediately ring true for those listeners who have attended our Ivy League elite camp, right? James Clear, the author, he explains that there are three layers of behavioral change, a change in outcome, a change in process, and a change in identity. And so most people try to change themselves by setting goals around changes in outcome, right? Some common examples might be losing weight, um, publishing a book, getting accepted to your dream university, getting your dream job, right? All of those are outcome goals, okay? A deeper level, though, is process change, okay? So this is the level where you work on your habits, things like implementing a new work or study routine, uh, setting up a new schedule to meditate daily. The deepest level, the third and deepest level, is identity, Okay, this level is your beliefs, your beliefs about yourself, your beliefs about the world around you.
1: Okay, so I assume that the identity level change is where the real rubber meets the road.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could say that. But actually, when it comes to building habits and setting up systems that help you build your life, uh, really no one level is better or worse than another level.
1: The important thing is the direction of the change. Okay. So uh, most people begin change by focusing on what they want to achieve, but you're saying it's more effective to focus on who we wish to become.
0: You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So true behavior change begins with identity change, right? The objective should not be to read a book, right? I'm going to have set a goal to read a book. It should be, should be to become a reader, right? The goal shouldn't be to run a marathon, uh, but to become a runner, right?
1: And so on. Okay. So it, instead of saying something like, uh, I want to be an A student, you should instead say, I want to become an engaged learner or a curious person or someone who uh, asks questions and seeks deep understanding Rather than these superficial, uh, let's say, destination points that aren't aren't a, a part of your identity so much as just stops along the road. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, become a curious person
0: or an engaged learner might be even more effective than become a disciplined student. But you think about what kind of person accomplishes the thing that I want to accomplish. What kind of person creates the outcome? that I want to create. And then y- you describe that person and you set your objective
1: to become that type of person. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so this, this is starting to remind me of uh, The Secret and The Law of Attraction. Uh, that's a book by, let's see, what was her name? You remember? Rhonda Byrne. Rhonda, yeah. Burn, Rhonda Byrne. Yes, and so in the secret, it's uh, you know what you think about, what you believe, and the things you focus on kind of become your reality, and, um, and and this is starting to remind me of some of those principles where instead of saying I got an A, you say I'm a disciplined student, and you focus on that, and you be mindful about the words you use to describe yourself, like. When you say, I'm not good at math, or I'm not good at English, or I'm not good at whatever subject, you're actually self-fulfilling your own belief system by saying that. And uh, the more we repeat those statements, the more we believe those statements, the more we fall into whatever it is we just said, and that becomes our new identity. Is that about uh is is that what uh, Atomic Habits talks about as well?
0: Yeah, we we reinforce uh our identity when when we use self-talk. Um and we'll talk a little bit later about how to break that, but yeah, we we have to be really mindful of the words we use to describe ourselves cuz if if you continually say I have a bad memory or I'm always late, um it's sneaky dangerous right we we repeat those sta- statements then we believe them more and more and the more we believe it uh the more our actions will act accordingly and you know we we're we're all aware of things like confirmation bias right this idea that our brain we have we have more stimuli than than the brain can take in at any given time and so generally what we do is uh, the, the brain just kind of grabs on to information that supports our beliefs, whatever we believe to be true, and it ignores or sometimes even rejects evidence that is contrary to what we believe. So you may be just as good at math or just as good at foreign languages or have just as good of a memory as someone who gets straight A's, who always remembers what they want to remember uh, and more. But you have, over time, you've repeated this, these statements of identity, and you've begun to believe them. And so your brain just follows those orders, right? It, uh, it works to, to support with evidence the beliefs that you already have
1: about yourself. <laughs> this is incredibly powerful. Uh, the fact that we are our own architects, and that we have the ability to create ourselves and recreate ourselves. And if there are things that we don't love about ourselves, we can change those through this process, through this, this identity recreation and changing the way that we, we talk about ourselves and the way we believe in ourselves. So, I mean, this, this sounds like the most incredible tool set in the world. How do we use it? how do we change those beliefs? What are the the steps or the formula or uh, how does that, the science of forming these new habits fit in? Yeah. Oh man,
0: that's, that's a great question. So what do we do about it, right? Um, obviously, we, we need to pay attention and, and recognize the words that we're using. And we do that a lot at the camp, right? Uh, but there are two simple steps to follow when you want to change that identity right so you you realize oh man i have been uh repeating to myself this uh uh, this concept or or this lie that i don't have a good memory that i am not disciplined that i am always late or whatever it is okay so when we want to change the way we perceive ourselves change our identity two steps step one Decide the kind of person you want to be. Step two, prove it to yourself with multiple wins. So step one, decide the kind of person you want to be. Step two, prove it to yourself with multiple wins. All right. So uh, every time you take an action, you vote for the identity that you have. It's like, it's like, it's like voting for who you are. Um, If you've attended our camp, you already have several statements of identity. Um, But for the listeners who have never attended, the first step is is really critical. You can't can't skip it. You have to decide the kind of person you want to be. And if you don't know, that's fine, right? Start with the outcome. If you want to have a, a great beach body, that's an outcome, okay? That's the most superficial level, but that's no problem. You can work backwards from there. So ask yourself, what kind of person has a great beach body? What kind of person has the body I want to have? Oh, yeah, a, a healthy person, an active person. So then you can decide that your identity is a healthy person. In the book, um, he mentions someone who lost over 100 pounds. By repeating constantly every, every few minutes of the day, what would a healthy person do with this decision? what would a healthy person do? Okay. So just this, this idea of, okay, you've got your outcome. Now think through what kind of person creates that outcome. If you want to write a book, uh, you want to publish a book, you want to attend your dream university, do the same thing. Okay. What kind of person can finish writing a book or be accepted to an elite university? Well, it's probably someone who is disciplined, creative, Right? So shift your focus to becoming someone who is disciplined, creative, or, or whatever attribute you decide is needed. And then once you have a handle on the type of person you want to be, start taking small steps to reinforce your desired identity. Um, every action you take is like voting, uh, reinforcing the type of person you are becoming right so so, the real reason that habits matter is not because they can get you better results. obviously, they can do that, but they change your beliefs about yourself.
1: Well, that's powerful. uh you know we Steve, we talk a lot about uh triggers in this podcast, and we've talked about it many times in our camps, uh, and we talk about it just you and I. Talking about different triggers we set for ourselves to accomplish mm-hmm. certain things, um, what role do you think triggers might play in remembering the type of person we choose to be, or uh, remembering what kind of um, identity shifts we're making at that kind at, at that point in time? Yeah, yeah. So think about um,
0: how important the mindset. Element of this is the identity aspect of this is, and we know enough about uh neuroscience. And and um, I mean, there's a whole lot we don't know, right? But we definitely know that uh, we we can train our brain to think about an issue. So remember, we we talk about asking the right questions, okay? So if, if you ask the question, what's wrong with me, your subconscious mind often takes that as an order to find an answer, right? Let me go through all the evidence. Let me find all the mistakes you've made. I can, I can give you the answer to your question, what's wrong with me? Um, and why is this messed up? Why is this happening to me? Uh, why, is, why is life so difficult? All of those are questions that the mind is going to find answers to. So those questions are powerful. They're really, really powerful because they, they start the subconscious on this journey of doing research for us and finding evidence for whatever we're asking. What if we change those questions and we change them to what am I excited about today? What, was, what am I most grateful for yesterday? What am I most looking forward to today? What two things am I going to accomplish today no matter what? Uh, what if we shift our, our questions in the morning to these empowering questions that really set us on the right track? And we, we ask things like, how am I going to be most effective in my meeting? What, what can I anticipate that might go wrong and how can I prevent that? How can I prepare ahead of time to make sure that I nail the test or the job interview, or the project presentation, or whatever it is. So those questions, uh, everyone who's attended camp, we did an entire session on this, but those questions, it would be very effective to set a trigger for when you ask those positive questions. Stop and think about the questions you want to ask, and remember how much your identity impacts uh, your behavior. Right, so uh maybe you set your trigger for the morning, or maybe you do a a a toothbrush trigger, okay? you brush your teeth three times a day three times a day after you brush your teeth, then you will think through positive identity questions uh to to get yourself in that in that mode hmm. then throughout the rest of the day uh and one of those questions could be. What are two small wins? What are two things I could do to prove that
1: I'm a healthy person? Okay, so according to you, then we should choose some times throughout the day that uh, we have some opportunities to come up with a trigger. For instance, the toothbrush or uh, when we walk through a doorway or when we're doing something that uh, we have to repeat a few times a day those are excellent times to, to think about the identity that we've maybe written down, spent some time thinking through. Um, is there any kind of process that we need in order to create that identity? I mean, do we just look at somebody that we admire and say, oh, I just want to be like that? Or are there more specific ways to kind of secure that identity shift system?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there's a wrong way to do it. Right. So if you've got an idol or a a mentor that you really look up to, uh, describe the things that you really, really love about that person, the things that you want to cultivate. If you don't, if you don't really know uh, clearly what kind of person you want to be, but you have some outcomes that you know would be really, really cool, uh, you want to publish a book, you want to get into the right university, whatever, uh, then start with the outcome, Right? And work backwards from the outcome. So, yeah, I would say uh, set be be strategic with those triggers. Um, first thing in the morning is the right time for me to think about the day and to be really proactive about the kinds of the kinds of questions that I'm going to ask. And they're going to be: What am I most looking forward to today? What am I going to be grateful for at the end of the day today? What is what is on my plate that is exciting for me? Um, and And then separately, if you're in school, you're a student, uh, you get to the classroom door or you get to the door of the school or you you get to, you know the gate. Maybe that's your trigger. What What kind of day uh, am I having today? What kind of student am I now? And uh, you set your intention about the kind of student you are. And maybe as you're continually walking from the, the gate into the school building or towards your classroom, you can think about two or maybe three different activities, small wins that would reinforce that kind of identity, right? So I'm a student that asks good questions, even when I'm afraid, even when I'm scared that I'm going to say something wrong. I'm a student who thinks critically as the teacher
1: teaches. Okay, that's powerful. So the takeaway is, uh, determine who you want to be, and prove it to yourself with multiple wins. Uh, give us a little bit of a teaser for what to expect on the third and final uh, episode in this three-episode series about atomic habits.
0: Well, the so next, uh, we're going to talk about four things that we do, based on science, to engineer lifestyle improvement so in other words how do you uh create those habits that you want to have working for you and how do you break the habits that are
1: that are sabotaging your best self interesting okay awesome well uh the first episode we learned a lot about perspective and how to shift our mindset ...on goals versus identities and systems that help us accomplish those identity shifts. This episode, we have talked about those two steps of how to change our identities and incorporate some of those systems. And uh, we'll look forward to the next podcast uh, or the next episode, Steve, when we learn about, according to the Atomic Habits book, the four things that help us engineer those habits and how to break those bad habits. Okay, we'll see you there. Awesome. See you then.
0: Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend.